Are you an optimist or a pessimist? Do you know what those words mean? Well, an optimist is someone who sees the good in any situation. Sometimes people say that they see a glass as being half full. A pessimist is, well, pretty much the opposite. All they can see is the bad in things. They imagine the worst, and if they were given the same glass, they would complain that it's half empty. You get the idea. You might not realise it, but animals can be optimists and pessimists too. Dogs, for example, unless they have been badly treated, are almost always optimists. In fact, even dogs who have had a very hard life can be optimists. Small animals, like mice, are usually pessimistic, because basically every other animal wants to eat them, and that would pretty much ruin anyone's mood. And cats? Well, they're just cats, aren't they, really? They do what they want, and if there was a glass with water in it, all they'll be thinking is, can I fit my head in that to take a slurp, or how much can I push with my paw before it just falls off the table? In our story, we have one optimistic animal, Otis, and one very, very pessimistic animal, Nigel. Otis was an owlet, a small fluffy bundle of feathers with enormous eyes and a tiny beak. Nigel was a narwhal. A narwhal lives in the sea and has a pointy bit on its head, a a bit like a unicorn. If a unicorn was crossed with a dolphin, you'd get a narwhal. Weird, right? Otis lived in the tall trees in the woods, by the edge of a sand dune near the coast. He liked to fly out to the rocks in the deep water and watch the shoals of fishes. Keen to make friends, he liked making friends. One day he was going goggle-eyed at some golden guppies when he spotted something he'd never seen before. It was a narwhal. Nigel, in fact. He perched on a rock and chirped in delight to see Nigel breaking the surf to dive down again. A A unicorn fish, he shrieked in delight. Oh, how amazing, how amazing, let's be friends. I'm not a unicorn or a fish, come to that, said Nigel. No one seems to know what I am, so no one usually wants to be my friend. I mean, what's the point of me? When you think of unicorns, you think of glossy ponies with rainbow manes. I am a disappointment on that score, and the fish laugh at me and call me Stickhead. Otis felt very sorry for Nigel. Oh, that's a pity, he chirped. People tend to like owlets. I suppose I'm lucky not to have anyone call me names like Stickhead. That's really mean, isn't it? Everyone loves baby owls, observed Nigel. It's like kittens and puppies, more fluff and less enormous spikes sticking out of your head. Oh, it's true. I think it's the fluffiness. I'm like a little cuddly ball of feathers. The big eyes help too, he added, blinking. Then he remembered something excitedly. Oh, 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 and I can do this amazing trick with my head, look! And Otis swiveled his head backwards. It was a trick he'd just learned to do and he was very pleased with himself. Then he swiveled it back. Then he swiveled it again. And then back. It made him feel quite pleasantly dizzy. So when he stopped, he staggered a bit on his spindly legs and nearly fell off the rock. Oh, well done, said Nigel. But he said it in a glum, sarcastic way, so Otis didn't feel like Nigel was impressed at all. There didn't seem to be anything more to say, so bowing, Otis flapped away back to his nest in the tall tree. He asked his mum what he could do to help cheer Nigel up. She said that sometimes, just because people are sad or grumpy, it doesn't mean they don't want company. Sometimes they've just had a bit of a bad time, or got into a rut. 
Otis should keep trying. After all, everyone needs a friend. I suppose I'm just lucky. My life is pretty easy compared to Nigel. I can hunt for prey all night, sleep all day, and well, everyone loves baby owls, right? His mum thought that luck didn't actually have much to do with it. After all, there were rich people who were miserable, right? Otis was right in a way. Everyone did love baby owls, but unfortunately for him, some things loved baby owls for quite different reasons. They loved a delicious baby owl dinner. Earlier that day, an enormous eagle had swooped over the woods by the dunes at the coast, mooching around to see if there was anything worth chomping. As well as the usual bunnies and mice, he'd been interested to see something small and fluffy perched on a rock, peering at the water. Now small and fluffy things, in his experience, were usually delicious. And so he was just preparing a swoop when the small fluffy thing flapped away to become hidden in the tall trees. Never mind, there was always tomorrow. Eagles, as you can see, fall on the optimistic side of the fence. If they were pessimistic, they'd go, Oh, there's no point hunting. I'm so rubbish at hunting. I'll never catch anything. Everything is awful. Moan, 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 and so on. But unfortunately for this story, there's only one negative Nelly, or negative Nigel, I should say. So Otis had no idea that his easy, perfect life was about to get, well, a little less perfect. The next day, he'd flat down to the rock once again to wait for Nigel, who splashed past, still looking gloomy. I don't know why you're bothering with me, he sighed. We're friends, right? Anyway, what happened to all the other narwhals? I thought you guys hung out in packs. Nigel sort of shrugged, as much as a dolphin with a horn can shrug. You'll have to use your imagination to picture that. Oh, I used to have a gang. But I think they got tired of me being so grumpy all the time, and they went off and left me. Everyone ends up getting tired of me in the end, he huffed. Well, I'm not tired of you at all, chirped Otis. I think you're an amazing swimmer, and you can dive, and look out, shouted Nigel all of a sudden. From the clear waters, he could see something in the sky. It had been a speck. It grew in size and he could see the terrible beak and claws. It's an eagle, he yelled. Otis looked up in terror. The eagle was just close enough to be opening his talons, ready to grab a juicy owlet for tea. He tried to flap away, but his tiny wings were no match for the enormous eagle. He felt as if all hope was lost and then splash! There was a whoosh of water and Nigel leapt from the waves. His horn jabbing at the eagle. The bird was taken by surprise. The last thing he'd expected to see was a unicorn fish, and he did not like being jabbed at. Splash! Whoosh! Again and again, Nigel leapt and dived above the surf to attack the eagle, getting a good few pokes in. Finally, the eagle decided he didn't fancy his chances and soared away. Otis was soaking wet, shivering, and very, very scared. But he was also very, very glad to have been saved by Nigel. Oh, you saved my life! You are a true friend! Nigel said he hadn't had time to think about it, but he couldn't let Otis become dinner. He found himself missing the little owl when he'd flapped away the previous day. You're a hero, trilled Otis, and what's more, I shall make sure everyone knows what you did. Nigel did something he'd not done in ages. He actually smiled and felt... Well, what was that feeling? Happy? 
maybe he wasn't so useless. After all, he'd saved his friend's life. And even better, guess what? He had a friend. All of a sudden, life didn't seem quite so bad. Otis was as good as his word. He flew from rock to rock to every tree and spread the news that courageous Nigel had saved his life from a vicious eagle attack. Nigel found himself the talk of the tides. The shoals of fishes swirled curiously around him now, eager to hear the tale, and his old pack of narwhals said they'd be delighted if he joined them once more. So the story ends with Nigel living pretty much happily ever after. Although, there's just one more thing. Something I didn't tell you is that a group of narwhals have a special name. Like, you know, you have a flock of birds or a herd of sheep. The word for a group of narwhals is... Guess what? A blessing. A blessing of narwhals. 100% fact. Otis found this fact out from a very wise owl in the woods and thought it was quite appropriate. It was a blessing that he'd met Nigel, however negative he had been, and it was also a blessing that Nigel found his happiness again in the pack. Although he was having a whale of a time with the narwhals, or should that be a narwhal of a time with the... Anyway, Nigel would return now and then to chat to Otis on the rock, Otis being much more of an owl than an owlet these days. After all, they were friends, right? And everyone needs a friend. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. And I'm here with Tegan who gave us the story title and it's a long one. Otis the Optimistic Owlet and the Negative Narwhal. Tegan, it might be the longest name we've had in StoryQuest history. What gave you the idea for it? Um, so when I was in year four, mm. we um used to have an English lesson when we learned about alliteration. So it's like the slithery snake and the buzzing bee. Um, me and my friends are really into fun kids. So whilst doing the work, we um try to make up story titles. Great. And um, that's what you came up with? Yeah. Were there any other animals that you found might be good for the alliteration? So you've got the negative narwhal, the optimistic owlet. Were you playing around with any other creature names? Well, listen, who was your favourite creature in the whole story, Tegan? Um, Probably Otis, because he reminds me of my teacher. Is your teacher very optimistic and a little bit owly yeah. like Otis? What's their name? Um, I used to have a teacher called Miss Fountain. What made her like Otis? Well, she always tried to bring out the best in us and, like, would play games and be really positive around us. In the story, what was your favourite moment? Because a lot went on with Otis and the narwhal. Uh, It was a great adventure. What was your favourite moment in it? Probably when Otis had his first conversation with Nigel and all the name-calling. Yeah. I like the idea of two creatures calling each other names and you know there's these yeah there's these like jokes and these kind of funny fights that are happening in the animal kingdom I love the idea of that yeah T- tell me this so we've had Otis the optimistic owlet and the negative narwhal if we had a sequel if there was a number two what would happen would it be with the same characters would we add other creatures what would they do what do you think Tegan 
Probably from movie experience. I would do like Otis's kids and Nigel's kids and how they meet up, probably. How would they meet up, do you think? Um, maybe like um, Nigel gets lost and Otis remembers, um, but he sends his kids instead and they meet up with Nigel's kids who try to find their dad. Tegan, you've sent us a few story ideas and we love making them and turning them into adventures. I wonder, are you coming up with your own stories at all? Have you come up with any story titles that you're keeping to make your own books with? Um, I team up with this girl called Jasmine Phillips. Yeah. Um, and we usually write stories together. You write it in two. Why do you think you and Jasmine write well together? We've sort of got the same personality and I'm really good at English and she's really good at illustrating. Oh, great. So it meets in the middle. Nice words, nice pictures. That's brilliant. And with because, you know, you love English. What books are you reading right now? Oh, I'm obsessed with this book called Percy Jackson. Oh, is, is Percy Jackson the lightning thief? Yeah, yeah, that one. What what's he up to at the moment? Um, well, I finished two series, so at the moment they've just saved Olympus again. Wow, are there any more books of of Are there any more Percy Jackson books that you've not read that you're kind of waiting for? Yeah, I'm waiting for them for my birthday. There's another series called The Trials of Apollo that I'm waiting for. Wow. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you, Tegan, and thank you so much for sending us your ideas. And we always love the ones that you give us. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me.